right, welcome everyone to the Talking Ball, y'all, Picayune post-game podcast. Final edition of, I guess you'd call this season two for us, uh, Slick and I, and uh, we'll be joined by the voice of the Maroon Tide for the Talking Ball, y'all, media group, Clay Sweet, on this episode. Tide get it done. They go back-to-back over West Point again at Hattiesburg at the Rock. Slick, man, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. We... You know, we, we were fortunate enough last year to get to follow this team, and then they win a state championship. And you and I, and we went back and listened. I think we all went back and listened to that first postgame uh, podcast season, the, the last one after the uh, state championship. And we just talked about how could it get any better. Brother, <laughs> I think it got a little bit better. No doubt, man. And, you know, it, it was a little bit different, right? And we, we touched on a little bit in the, in the pregame show, Dave. I mean, last year – then you came in, and it was easy to say, we're the underdog. This is the unproven, underclass team led by a lot of sophomores. And you, you really couldn't spin it any way, man, to make Pickney be anything but the favorite in this game. I mean, it was a couple of Titans coming in. And I think at West Point, what they had coming into this game, Dave, was now they had the sophomore group, right, that, that had lost back-to-back games. And that senior class was trying to go out on a win. So, you know, you, you factor that in to uh, – the fact that they've been stuck, man, for a little while now tied with Stalpanola in that number two spot for most championships in the state of Mississippi. You know, they're trying to they're trying to surpass them and we know how great of a run uh, that University of South Panola saying that was going around for so long when we were a little bit younger. Um, they've been trying to do that, man. But, you know, I think overall they they were probably a little bit undermatched um, for Pickney tonight and I thought that they came in and really played about as well as they could. Yeah, Slick, it was great. And uh, Clay, man, you, you've called Popperville all them years, and you, you were so close to getting a victory in a state championship. Now you get to cover your hometown team, Picky Maroon Tide. Just give me a little bit of, you know, we talk about emotions and all the interviews that we get after this. How does it feel to call a state championship game and pick you and win the game? Yeah, it was a lot of fun, Dave, and not to take certainly anything away from uh, those Popperville uh, memories. I think it's important as, as broadcasters and media following a team to keep it uh, relevant to what you are. You're a spectator, you're an observer, you're commentating on other people's uh, hard work. You're not really assisting at all in the process. You're not out there throwing a block. You have made a pass, and so man, it, it's certainly special to get the documented uh, for history's sake, and tonight history was made, right? Uh, throughout the night, it seemed like the rock, uh, the PA people and the audio people kept playing, and God playing, and Drake, it seemed like they would play that in between the games and a lot during the uh, break, but when you look at Drake's head, it was that other one, it was that back-to-back that uh, was kind of the theme song for picking tonight and it was a lot of fun to be on the call it's a lot of fun to be around the kids man these kids would have been a lot of fun to be around if they would have went 18 i mean eight and seven uh but to see them have the success that they had to go a perfect 15 and oh to see the hard work um pay off for this group certainly a special night i'm gonna tell you though like when me and Slick were up there breaking down the equipment, we were envious. I can't wait to hear what y'all have on the post game. I mean, you can see the crowd go wild 
several times through the ball game, particularly I think about uh, the 80-yard play for Darrell Smith. But just to see that scene and uh, the Maroon um, be able to celebrate for the Maroon Tide faithful, the fans, uh, I'm going to tell you, I was envious of, of you to be down there amongst that. I hope that was a, a special time for you and that you were able to, to capture some good interviews following it. Yeah, Clay, it's not lost on me um, getting to be on that sideline. And I, I cherish, believe me, I cherish every moment out there. And uh, it's really fun being around those kids. But Slick, let's go to that first half. Um, Ty got the ball to start the game. They marched down the field, which I thought we were going to really punch it in for seven. We had to settle for three. Um, just give me your thoughts on that first half. Well, I mean, it's the old adage, right, of, um, you know, we, we got down and we were, we were moving the ball real with our offense, very little resistance, but you get a penalty that, that takes seven off the board. Uh, nice run by Chris Davis, and we end up not, not being able to convert on third down, and we end up having it settle for three. So for West Point's defense, I mean, I think that was a huge win, uh, seeing as how they'd already given up so many yards. And then for them to come back and, and, and score the way that they did, um, I, I mean, I, I you know I was very impressed with uh, with Q man um, that um, Tillman Evans kid man he threw two very pretty balls. Uh, yeah, it, they end up catching them. I mean, they, they they ran the ball enough to get us in one on one coverage. They wanted that. They took their shots and ended up converting. And really credit number one for them, their wide receiver. I, I didn't know he was going to be such a big factor, Dave. And I was really a little bit surprised going into the second half, um, you know, they only had 41 yards rushing. Most of their yards were, uh, were through the air. I think it was nearly 150 yards or more uh, through the air just on those two passes. So Q was perfect through the air. Number one was perfect on catches. And um, what really probably could have been a tie ball game, you know, we found ourselves behind the eight ball a little bit. But I was pretty optimistic, Dave, because the top position, man, was so much in our favor. We had 20 minutes of it. They only had four minutes to change. So I knew if we could come out, man, and, and, and get a drive going and then get a stop, it would be a game changer. But, you know, the halftime, man, I think it, it gave West Point some confidence. They were probably a little bit surprised that they were up in that game in the first half. But when you looked at the time of possession, the yards we had put up on the ground, we were somewhere around seven yards per carry as a unit. Um, that gave us a lot of confidence going into half. Yeah, the time of possession was outrageous. I mean, well, the quick strikes by West Point and uh, in Coach Hayden's interview, he kind of he kind of breaks down why what happened with that and uh, the things that the Tide had to do to correct that. And uh, and you can tell in the second half that those adjustments were. Clay, um, going back to the first half, we're gonna stay there just for another minute. And uh, your thoughts on? I mean, the Tide offense was able to move the ball at will. Um, just give me your breakdown on, on what you was how you felt throughout the first half. Yeah, it was such a strange, uh, really first half when you talk about um, the time of possession. I guess it was um, just so lopsided in Pickens' favor. And Pickens' funny in that regard that the scoreboard may show you one thing, but it's almost a setup, right? I mean, it's like a a boxer that's willing to lose some early rounds, and maybe not purposely, but you know that uh, all the credit that Pickune was putting in offensively 
that they were going to start taking some debits out in the second half eventually. And I think that's what we saw. I mean, um, your halftime report, you talked about West Point being fatigued. I guess it was last week when Peyton Wells was quoted as Gauthier being gas. Man, you may can hang and you may can stay there for a little while, but took you through a long stretch of games and back-to-back state titles hadn't found somebody that can stay there through the duration. And so the scoreboard showed 14 to nine, but um, really the other stats said something different and. When you make big plays like West Point made, it's a blessing and a curse, right? And uh, they score so quickly, and then not being able to stop picking run consistently, it, it really kind of hurt them in the second half. That's crazy to say, but that's really the way it played out. Yeah, Slick, and I'm going to go back to last year. We made a lot of comments about Picune having kids playing one side and not having to play both ways. And this year we haven't really, we, you know, we, we covered it so much last year, we don't really have to bring it up. But how big of a factor was that this year, especially in a game like today where we had the ball for so long on offense, but we weren't, yeah, JB played a little bit of offense for us, but we weren't having to gas guys. But, man, we were bringing it down uh, West Point's throat. It, it was huge, man, because, again, you know, B.J. Dupree's done such a great job, man. But as you mentioned, um, what J.B. does, man, uh, as a blocker, man, for this offense, with the size that he has, man, especially when you got some bigger guys up front, you really can't put a price tag on that, man. And, and when you've only been on the field for four minutes, I mean, we're looking at basically uh, I threw a stat line out uh, right before halftime, Dave, and I think – as a unit, West Point was somewhere around 47 tackles. We only had like eight total. And I mean, our lead tackle had two. So the defense was very, very fresh and that allowed us to get JB to play a lot more, man. So that played a huge part. Yeah, it did. So Todd going to halftime trailing 14 to nine and we come back out They uh, to West Point. We have to kick it off to West Point, um, man. Talk, Clay, talk about you, what you've seen coming out of half from that Picayune team and uh, some of the differences you've seen from the first half. Yeah, three and out, a start, just what the doctor ordered. I mean, that, that's what, uh, what Picayune need to have um, happen coming out of the locker room. You get that, that three and out, and that starts it. You know, that that's the spark, and, and that gets it going. And then Picayune's offense really um, goes to work. Not that they hadn't done work in the, in the first half, but man, that was an almost like it runs it runs together a bit and I'm I don't have it right in front of me. Maybe you do to tell me when the uh, when the derail play um, was but we can't talk much further in this podcast we're talking about too. Like we talk about body blows, but we we need to put a name to that, and that's Dante Dinell. He's a five A, um, Mr. Football for a reason. But he is something special. I know that's not lost on many folks with the way that he's got. I guess thirty uh, career touchdowns. Excuse me, not career, but thirty touchdowns on the year, and his yardage and his Oregon commitment. 
but he got some tough yards tonight, and he kept coming. I was impressed with Dante tonight. I really was, and, and he continues to impress me. Um, Rick picked up on something that we talked a lot about this year. I don't know that Dante had the best vision that I've ever seen at the back at this junior year. But his senior year, man, he has grown and being able to see the cutback lanes. And I thought we saw vintage Dante Dodell tonight. And that really, really helped an offense and really helped uh, the side in the second half. Yeah, when I interviewed Dante, I told him, I said, you know, big time players, you know, make big time plays. And he was the, you know, Mr. 5A, and he was also the MVP of uh, this game tonight. And it, it just shows you, I mean, we, you know, sometimes I think we kind of, we talk about him a lot, but we, we really, sometimes we probably don't praise him as much as he possibly could be. And uh, I mean, I mean, I know I'm going to miss him. I mean, I've, I've known the kid for a long time. And so seeing that being his last uh, picking game, going out on top makes it a lot sweeter than, uh, than being real sad about him leaving and also losing. But uh, man, talk about, man, to play with Darrell. I mean, glad you brought them up. I mean, sometimes you, we, even even though we know that how how important the uh, the offensive line is, and also Dar Darnell um, at the fullback position, at all the body blows that he delivers from that position, and then Brady getting out and blocking. And in that second half, I thought he blocked some of the best blocks he's ever had it from the uh, you know at any time this season. And so I, I think you get lost in the stats because of Dante and Chris and Darnell. But, man, it, without an offensive line, they get nothing. And that offensive line proved to be the big difference in, uh, in that game. I mean, in this game for, uh, for the Tide. Slick, talk a little bit about, you know, uh, Darnell's big play. Because that, that was such a huge I – mean, Darrell's big play in the game. That was such a huge point of the game. The Tide were down um, – only up three at that point, and I believe it was a third down and fairly long, and they call this little wing back out, and uh, Brady makes a great throw uh, to Darrell to get the first down, but Darrell extends it and, and goes goes the distance. Yeah, I mean, he forced them in all, all year, Dave, and, you know, we, we thought, you know, he was a little bit banged up uh, at the midway point of the year and kind of carried that into the playoffs, and you know, we thought maybe he didn't look himself uh, in the South State game against Yoshe last week, but boy, he looked good tonight. And, 
you know, it's like we always say, man, you can't coach a kid that believes truly that he can score every time the ball is in his hands and you get it in his hands and let him do the rest, man. And I'll say this, man, I think it was a, a, a terrible call. There were several of those tonight, too, but uh, I didn't see anything taunting. But for a kid that's a 10th grader, man, that, that celebrates after a play that he made like that in the state championship game, I, I don't think the flag was warranted there. But um, I think it was a, a, a turning point, man, for the game. There's no doubt it was huge. Yeah, it was an excessive celebration slick when he spun the ball down. I know kids see that, but it's uh, it's actually something they can't do. I know in a game like that, you hate to call a penalty like that, but uh, as soon as he done it, Coach Stogner was livid. He knew it was going to be a penalty. Like, he knew it. And uh, that's to me, that was the only reason that uh, West Point was able to score in the second half, or we'd have had a shutout had we not had that penalty and give him a short field. But uh, Slick, go over some of the stats uh, now for us in uh, in this game, and then we'll we'll wrap this thing up at our final thoughts and, and the very end of the, we'll go through through the very end of the game and give our final thought. Yeah, so I, I mean, really, Dave. I mean, offensively, very similar performance to last year. Um, I think we were just a little bit south of 400 yards rushing as a group. Of course, um, you know, we saw a good mix of Dante and Chris. Um, early on, and of course, Dante pulled away a little bit late and kind of closed the game. We thought he might do that. Of course, they were on the field a lot in the first half, but uh, Dante ended up, I believe, somewhere around 25, 26 carries on the night day for um, right around 200 yards. Uh, Chris Davis broke the 100-yard mark on the last run that he made in the game. Uh, Thunder and Lightning again, man. I mean, it was the same as last year. Those guys carried the way. Um, I think that, that Darnell coming out on the traps early, and, and we thought, looking at film, that West Point might be vulnerable up the middle, and I think that opened some of those other things up, but that's really your big stats, man. I mean, uh, we, we, we did very well on the ground. We had, we, uh, Chris and Dante both were around six yards per, um, per carry. I think Chris was maybe 6.7. Dante was around 6.3 or 6.4, so very, very uh, efficient offensive night. Um, Brady, Brady threw the ball pretty well tonight too. He had um, the big, the big completion to uh, Jarrell Smith, that 80-yarder, pushed his numbers up. It also had a nice throw and catch to uh, Big Ty Warren. So he was over 100 yards on the night through the air. So um, overall, man, it's a solid night. Clay, take us through. Clay, take us through the uh, the. The, from the fumble, that was a big play in that second half at the closing out, tied up by ten. West Point gets the ball. Have they have time to kind of come back in the game? They got uh, they have you know they got the ball. They can march it down there. They maybe get get another score, get a score, and then come back and get another score, and they're back in it. But tied force a fumble, and just talk from that point and and until the end of the game. Yeah, I thought it was so cool that it came from a senior, too, right? Uh, Mr. McGee, D. McGee is what I've been calling him over the last uh, few weeks. He's really had a special senior season uh, more than Vicky Maroon time. I thought it was fitting it came from the secondary, a secondary. Um, so, it's given up a couple big plays. The slick said they came off of perfect throws, but uh, regardless, that secondary – Gave up a couple big plays, but boy, did they go back and get one right there. And McGee, you know, he sacrificed himself. He went all in, sold out 
made the tackle, and then here comes the football. That was huge. That kind of killed it, right? And so that that sent a lot of West Point fans um, to the parking lot and headed north early. But you look at the way the defense has played late in the year. They really started to create a lot of turnovers when the game is like the more the games matter, they started to turn on and turn up that turnover machine. Didn't have a lot tonight, but had one when it really mattered and, and really mattered uh, big. And so good for Demarius uh, McGee and the play that he made. And, and you could just see, man, I love the way that teammates on this team celebrate each other's success. They, they just they have a true joy for one another. We talked about it on a broadcast. Uh, a, a true um, energy, enthusiasm to see each other do well. Um, it's not that they're counting each other's stats and saying uh, Waller had 11, uh, McWilliams only had seven, so McWilliams is going to pop out a bit. Uh, he's as proud as he can be that 11 got his plays, and I think that's a a lot to do with this long winning streak, and I know it's a lot to do with them going back-to-back state title. All right, Slick. So, give me your final thoughts on this game and a little bit of what 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 you think we're going to see next year. Well, I mean, I, I'll say this too, Dave, because I, I, we've been kind of waiting to say this. I, we didn't want to change the team early on, but if, if what I'm looking at here is accurate, man, this this win streak. Of uh, now at 26, man, it's 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 the current record. So, um, Pickens, uh, you know, got that that one in the record books. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, if you guys can jump in and add some 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 color here, if I'm a little bit off, but I believe that you got to go back to the 80s, maybe Pascagoula, to find the last team that actually won a state championship and went undefeated in the process. So that's another thing in the record books for this team as well. And then you add into that, Dave, I mean, back-to-back state championships, um, that, that's never happened before at Picayune. So you have some records that have been broken here. And, you know, I know that West Point has, has been chasing their own history as well and a great program. Um, just the times that they came in and played consecutively. I believe this is the seventh time they came in and played uh, for a state championship game. So to kind of spoil them a little bit, man. I think that we're looking at a team that, you know, with this sophomore class that we had last year coming back, I think we say the same thing about this junior class. They'll have a chance to do this again, man, and we're talking about a team that could be a dynasty. Yeah, that's so so true, Slick, and uh, I can't wait to cover them again next year. It's going to be it's kind of bittersweet. You know, you end on a high note, and uh, now you got to wait a whole offseason till we get to call again. Clay, your first year getting to be uh, the voice of the uh, Maroon Tide. Um, your expectations or what you think this team's going to be like next year? Man, I don't even want to go there, Dave. I think we'll have plenty of time for that in the spring. I think it's a good time just to celebrate it. I mean, I, I hear and I know it's the Nick Saban thing, the process to get right back into it. But let's favor it, man. These guys put in a ton to get here. And it's so special. So let's live in a moment. We'll get plenty of time to look at them in the spring and look at the way that may play out. But let's honor this group and let it just be a special night and a historic night in uh, Pickett football history. Is uh, 
what a group, man. What a special group uh, put together and what they've accomplished. You're, you're right, Clay. And, uh, well, guys, I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. So we're going to sign off here. And we got a lot of interviews. I'd name them all, but there's a ton of them. I, I can't even remember everybody we interviewed. So stick around for all the interviews on this podcast and tied our 5a state champs again back to back over west point um i want to thank everyone for listening all season long and uh appreciate everyone we appreciate our sponsors um guys uh that'll do it for us this season but uh can't wait till we get back next year all right i'm here again once again with coach adam feely last week he was south state champ this week coach Y'all state champs. How you feeling right now, Coach? Man, I'm all, you know, on a different cloud. You know, cloud nine, we're way up there. Yeah. Um, you know, at halftime, we had to make some adjustments, you know, um, and just play hard and, you know, play PQ football. And the kids came out responding. I knew if we, our defense, get a couple stops, we, you know, they wouldn't catch up. So, and we played lights out. Coach, in, in the first half, it seemed like West Point was bending, but they wasn't breaking. But the second half, y'all come out and y'all broke them. Yeah, I mean, it was great adjustments y'all did in the second half. Yeah, we broke their wheel, and we and we kind of felt that way too. They were getting a little tired. We were getting more yards to carry, um, and that's what we just talked about. Just like we did at West Jones, man, trying to get three or four yards to carry. A defense like that, man, they're so good. Hats off to West Point. I mean, you don't get here seven times in a row without being a great a great program and a, and a great team. Um, but what we're doing here now, at Picayune, is it's different. You know, it's different. You know, to be to go undefeated, fifteen and zero. You know, win a state championship, never been done in school history. These kids, you know, go down to record books for us. And um, I'm so proud of our senior class. I'm so yeah. proud of our coaches. I'm happy for our community. Um, you know, now we're going to go celebrate. That's right. Hey, Coach, you leave Hasburg perfect tonight. Go enjoy this one and take the, take the rest of the year off and come back and try to do it again yeah. next year, we'll Coach. we back 365 days. Yeah. Yeah. Roll right. time, Roll time. All right, I'm here with senior wide receiver, defensive back, Josiah Conti. Back to back, baby. Yes, sir. Back to back. So, Conti, you uh, you're gonna continue to play football, but this was your last game at Picayune. Um, how does it feel to know that you guys went on, not only went out on top, but went out undefeated? It feels good. I mean, I know I'm gonna be sad that I'm like I won't ever get to play at Picayune again, but it's I mean it's only up from here. Conti, you guys were trailing after halftime. At halftime, you came back out, and uh, what was the mindset? from your guys on defense, uh, I mean, play offense and defense, what was the mindset coming out of the uh, halftime? If they don't make no big plays, they're not going to win. We keep driving the ball down their throat because, like, we we told everybody that they was not scoring no more whenever we was on defense. So, And that's exactly what happened. They ain't score no more. Well, hey, you know we fans of you. We're going to continue to follow you. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. Even after your college football career is played, I hope we run into each other a lot. Yes, sir. All right, man. Healthy pets, happy people, exceptional medicine, compassionate care. That's our motto at the Animal Health Clinic in Picayune. Located at 500 Kelly Road, we are equipped with the latest veterinary technology and provide a full menu of animal health services, including after-hours emergencies. Dr. Alan Smith invites you to join our clinic family by checking out our website at ahcpicayune.com or calling us at 601-799-1300. All right, I'm here with senior fullback Darnell Smith. Darnell, back to back. Oh, yeah. Ain't no greater feeling, man. That's the best way to leave, man. You know, undefeated. First time in history at Picayune. It's just a lot. Darnell, man, we, we, we talked about it 
this week like amongst ourselves as far as uh talking ball y'all group you with that trap and that quickie and stuff up the middle such a big part of our game and the blocking that you you provide for the running backs uh every game is such a big deal um this is it this is your last game is picking you you went out on top you're the best fullback that's uh the ninja marion tyson he just snuck in our interview um you're going to play on the next level oh yes i'm uh, committed to the uh, Pearl river Pearl river well you know us we're going to be following you and rooting you on um man you're one of our, one of our favorite players and we uh we wish you were here next year but man i'm glad you were here this year time flies man ready to go play at the next level all right darnell hey uh you play pretty good up here at usm man <laughs> i'd love to see you eventually get up here you, you, one day two, two games uh two games you played here man you did extremely well and uh I want to say congrats and uh, enjoy this, and uh, you got to uh, get ready for college. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Darnell. I'm here with senior wide receiver Tyron Warren. Ty, how's it feel? Feels good, man. Back to back. Back to back. So you, you, you're going to leave the Tide after this season. You're a senior now. But how's it feel to know that you guys went out, not, didn't lose your senior year? Perfect. Feel good to go out with a bang with all these uh, teammates, man. It feels good. So have you made a college decision yet? Oh, sir, not yet. All right, well, good luck, Ty. We, the whole Talking Ball Y'all crew is going to be rooting for you next yes, year, sir. wherever you're at. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Josh and Jeremy Robertson, owners of Robertson Brothers Used Cars, have proudly been serving Picayune, Poplarville, and all surrounding area for over 10 years. They hang their hats on being lifetime residents of Pearl River County and take pride in serving their community, not only with quality used cars, but also with helping out local youth in any way possible. Robertson Brothers used cars are located at 617 Highway 11 South in Picayune. Give them a call at 601-799-1220 or look them up on the web at robertsonbrothersusedcars.com. All right, I'm here with uh, quarterback Brady Robertson following a 31-21 victory over West Point. Brady, perfection, baby. You did it. How's it feel? And it feels great. So it's the, one of the best life experiences I've ever had in my life. And I'm, I'm so proud of our guys. They fought to the end. They, they, you know, we, we got some ballers, man. It's, it's just great. I love it. And I'm ready to come back next year. I mean, you know, we say we say job's not over, but we did it. And I think next year, you know, we'll have a, a, better, a good opportunity because most of our juniors now are starting. And so we'll have a bunch of seniors starting. So have a bunch of guys coming back, and it'll be great. Brady, man, you – Biggest play, one of the biggest plays of the game, if not the biggest, was that pass to uh, Darrell and the moves he put on after the catch. What was you thinking in that situation? I think it was great, and I think that uh, I think it was great, and I think that it was very special, you know, to see him. You know, I wanted to go tell one of the recruits over there, the Mississippi State recruit. I said, you got to get him now before anybody else does, because that dude's a player. And you know, it was super exciting. Thanks, Brady. Thank you. I'm here with Josh Robertson, man, bully. How you feel, man, going back to back? Man, your boys starting quarterback for the championship team. Y'all perfect, perfect year, man. Uh, I'm proud of them, man. I'm tell you, I've been watching their whole lives, man. They're winners. They find a way to win. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. We get down 14 to three. A lot of people would be having some kind of doubt. I never doubted it because I know who they are. Yeah. They beat us on a couple lucky little deep yeah, passes, yeah, yeah. but I knew it wasn't. They weren't going to be able to sustain that, man. I'm just so proud of them. So happy for them, man. As a dad, I know you've said you feel like a dad. All these kids, man. How, how you feel tonight in this moment, man? Man, I'm just I'm really so happy for my son. For one thing, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I'm happy oh, for yeah. all of them. You know what I'm saying? I love oh, all yeah. of them, but I'm so 
happy for him. He he got hurt this summer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I messed his thumb up. Go, and it had a had an advert it had a lot of adversity to face during the summer. Fought through that. We didn't know we were gonna have him for the season for the first six weeks. Yeah. He fought through all that. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and, and you know, here we are. Fifteen yeah, games. Yeah, perfect. Fifteen perfect. perfect. Y'all finished game. perfect. Yes, sir, man. Pick you in history, man. Congratulations, boy, man. History. Go Made enjoy history. it. Enjoy yes, it. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are. And that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at coastconnect.com. Coast Connect, powered by Coast Electric. All right, now I'm here with uh, J.B. McWilliams and Donnell Lewis. Hey, guys, back to back, back to back. How's that feeling? You guys get to come back, try for three. Oh, we we gonna get three. We gonna get three. We gonna get three. It was just, dang, it's so crowded. It, it's just a mindset. If you feel like you are gonna get it, go get it. Don't say you are gonna try. If you are gonna go get it, go get it. That's all. We made history, baby. Perfection. Perfection. We made history, bro. Hickman joining in. Hey, all I got to say is title on top, back to back, baby. We. Change it. The nation, baby, let's go. Oh, hey, JB, I want to talk about the defense. Y'all guys, you gave up a couple of big plays in the first half, but when, when we're down in, at halftime, but you guys came out and played y'all style of defense. What was the tone? I mean, what was the mindset coming out in the second half? Oh, we got a defense full of leaders. It's not just one leader, two leader. It's a whole defense full of leaders, so we all can come. We're like, they only got three big players on us. They scored 14 points. Man, we giving them no points. They scored one touchdown, second half. We won a football game. That's, and we got the, we got the best D-line in the state. I just love saying that. We got the best D-line in the state. <laughs> hey, I got another one right here. Jamonte Waller, number 11. Hey, how's it feel? Hey, man, hey, two-time champ, man. Don't get no better than that. Hey, hey. Hey, what about a three-peat? Hey, it sound good to me. Let's go, man. Let's go. Hey, I asked JB about you guys were down at, at halftime. Yes, sir. Y'all came back out and really shut them down that second half. You really shut them down the first half. Y'all gave up two right. big plays. Right, right, big what plays. Was that, what, was it, what, what was the tone coming out of the halftime? Hey, we just had to keep battling, man. We knew what it was going to be, man. Hey, we done been down before. We knew what to expect, man. I mean, why not put it in the defense hands, baby? Let's go, baby. Two times champ! Hey, congrats. Yeah. Thank you. All right, I'm here with Naki Radcliffe, back-to-back -back state champ. Man, Naki. Man, y'all shut them down second half, man. Can't tell me what y'all, how y'all did it? Man, we, all we had to do, they scored on two pass plays. That's on us DBs. But we just had to come out and play football, play hard. We, had, we just had to want it more than them, you know? Hey, hey Doc, I want to tell you, as a fan, man, and watching y'all tonight, you, 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 you didn't keep your head down. You kept your head up. And boy, y'all played a heck of a game on defense. Now, can you, you're back to back state champ, man. How's it uh, feel, brother? It feels amazing. We're going to be back next year, too. Yo, perfect. We're going to be back next year. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, man. His goal to win state. Our goal to keep him in bounds. Huddle up, guys. 54, XY, go. On two. Ready? Break. While he makes the play, we help make a difference in his life because as a man of integrity, he is certain to keep in bounds. Join FCA as we strive to put the heart and soul in sports by impacting the world for Jesus Christ. To learn more, contact us at fca.org. That's fca.org. All right, I'm here with senior guard Peyton Wells. Peyton, congrats. Back to back. Back to back. 
like Michael Jordan, 96, 97. Peyton, you're a senior. This was your last game as a Maroon Tide. You leave this place with an unblemished senior season. How's that feel? Oh, it feels great. No one's ever did it. So no one can say they talk about all these classes, 86, 11, 13, 19, 21. You know, none of them did. They never went undefeated. So I like to say we're the greatest team of all time to ever come through Picayune. I can say that happily because nobody's did what we did. So I can say that. <laughs> you can sure say that. Peyton, we'll talk, talk to me a little bit about halftime. You guys were trailing in this game basically because two plays. Yeah. So what was y'all's mindset coming out of the halftime? Man, they didn't stop us. We drove the ball all the way down the field, and then we got into halftime, and we just made a little a little adjustment. We found the end zone a few times, won the ball game. That's how you do it. Peyton, um, I guess this is it for you football-wise? Yeah, that's it. Well, it's a good, wrap. good luck in college. I know you scholar-athlete. Yes, sir. Scholar-athlete tonight. I'm going to yep. point that out. Congrats on that. That's a big deal. Thank you. Hey, good Thank luck you. in the future. You hey, know I love you. Love you. All right, now I'm here with uh, senior tailback Dante Dowdell, MVP. How's it feel? The second time in a row, MVP, second time in a row, state champs. You know, we made history. This team will go down to history, first team, go back to back state championships. And the first time, they were undefeated and won a state championship. Dante, this is it. You leave Picayune, and you left your mark here at Picayune. And in this game, they say big-time players make big yeah. plays. Yeah. You did that, son. You did that tonight. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we we, we played the brand of football we need to play, and we stay on sides and, you know, play with heart and hold on to the football. We can win every game. Dante, I've enjoyed watching you uh, all the way through. I mean, yeah. from Pee Wee, yeah. middle school, junior high, whatever you want yeah. to call it, the high school man. Yeah. You know, I love you, and uh, yeah. I'll be watching you next year. Yeah, it feels great. You know, now we got to go on win a Mississippi Alabama game, going to the All-American game, and then go win the Heisman. There you go. Uh, hey, I want to uh, be there for that. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm here with Brennan Williams, the st starting center of the Maroon Tide. Man, y'all state champs tonight. How you feel, Brennan? feel great, man. There's nothing like winning a state championship. Come off a ninth grade championship, winning as a sophomore ain't nothing better than that. Hey, hey, great job tonight, man. Coming in here, the lights didn't phase you. The big stage didn't phase you, man. You did great on that offensive line. Great job, center man. Look, y'all keep look, y'all keep doing it. Y'all y'all go back and do it again. Three peat, baby. What yes, you think? Yes, sir. We're three peat all the way. Let's go. Roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> all right, I'm here with uh Chris Real. Davis, junior tailback. Back to back, baby. Back to back. Feel great. Hey, perfection, Chris. You guys did it. First team in Picayune history to go all the way undefeated. Um, but guess what? You got a chance to go back and do it three times. Three times, three P. So when uh when is that gonna start for y'all guys? When are you gonna start working on that? Monday. Monday. Soon as we go back. <laughs> Soon as we go back. I love this team, guys. They 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 want to win everything. It doesn't matter. I bet if we come out here and play cornhole and they ain't never played, I bet you be trying to win uh -huh. that. Yes, sir. Chris, you gotta get it. We had a game. We were up by ten. You had a big run at the end to get the first down to actually seal it. Um. Man, I want to say congrats on watching you play this year. Um, I know we get another year of covering mm -hmm. you. Um, talk a little bit about coming out of halftime you guys were down. Coming out of halftime, we in there. We just, we just had that vibe. We just listened to music. No, we just had that faith. We go shake back. And we shook back, played as hard as we could, gave you, it all. You guys shook back, and I don't – I mean, West Point's defense was talked about a lot. Man, y'all run it down their throat tonight. Yeah, we've we, we been, we been practicing very hard. Forever. I mean, it just, it's like a dream come true. Well, congrats tonight, and uh, let's celebrate this weekend and get back to work Monday, and let's do this again. Yeah, again! Repeat! <laughs>
Hey everybody, have you heard about the new restaurant in town, Brickside Coffee Cafe? Stop by and get a cup of your favorite coffee, made by one of our great baristas, and have some of our yummy breakfast, lunch or dinner, pancakes, the bacon and eggs, the hamburgers, spaghetti and meatballs, bag and cheese, breadfish tacos, and so much more. Don't forget the brownie alamo. Check us out on Facebook, order online, stop by the drive-thru, or come on in and stay well. That's Creekside Coffee Cafe. We'll make you happy. All right, I'm here with uh, defense coordinator, Coach Seth Aiden. Coach, back-to-back. Back-to-back, baby, back-to-back. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yes, hey, sir. got perfection this year. You, 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 you didn't have, we didn't have to have one bad interview all season no sir i mean credit to ghost all those kids i mean our boys lined up every week for 15 weeks and they played their tails off week in and week out you talk about being down in a couple games down to west uh west jones by 10 at halftime they bounce back from that uh we give up 42 points 35 on defense against gochet last game of the season but our kids stayed at it and they got better and better and they never quit uh give all the credit to the kids man they're great great boys great coach you were down trailing this game at halftime, and you talk about those other games that kind of got you ready for that. Yes, sir. So what was you what, what was you telling the defense at half? Our, you know, we talked about our game plan was to go in there and stop the run and make them throw the ball vertical, and, they, and that's what they did. They threw the ball vertical, and the kid make plays. I mean, they practiced too. So we had to make the adjustment. Let's put Chris, our faster corner, on number one, their best receiver, and let's let the chips fall where they may. Uh, we loosened up coverage a little bit, but we kept doing our things. We stuck with the game plan. We did not panic, and we let just let the boys play. You know, I got it right here. Stick to the plan. Let the boys play. Coach, he, he just pulled out his play sheet and pointed it out to me, folks. And, uh, Coach, uh, congrats. I know it don't get much better than this. Uh, Hey, we're going to start working soon for number three. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Roll tie, man. All right. I'm here with junior linebacker Amarion Tyson. We call him the ninja. Tackling machine, ninja, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. He's, he is the man. And uh, he just got a great compliment from Coach Feaster. Uh, pound for pound, best player ever come through Picayune, man. That, well, I mean, that says a lot. Yeah, it says a lot. It's a, it's a good feeling being around this atmosphere, being around my brothers, my family. They want people. Just want to play for them. I just work hard for them. And also, I just want to give a shout out to my front four, D linemen. They played a hell of a game. And if it weren't for them, linebackers and secondary wouldn't be in the game like this. Marion, back to back. And you get to come back another year. Yes. Are we going for three? Going for three. When when, when we gonna start working on three? Oh, probably after the game. After the game. Soon as soon as we get back there, we're gonna be working out. As soon as we get back, come on, you can you can you can you can enjoy the weekend, man. Uh, we can't enjoy the weekend. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But yeah, hey. we gotta enjoy the weekend, enjoy the win, enjoy have fun. That's it. Hey, Marion, congrats. Hey, we're going for three next year. I want to do this again, and uh, I've enjoyed watching you two year, for two years, and I'm dang sure glad I get to watch you for one more. Yes. And I know our boy, you gotta give it. You gotta give a Clay a shout out. Hey, shout out to you, Clay. I love you. <laughs> All right. He's going to love that. Hey, congrats, Marion. All right, now I'm joined by D-line coach uh, Tyler Smith. Coach, back to back. Back to back, babe. Coach, we got perfection this year. That's what you strive for is right. perfection. You were able to come in here against a very good West Point team and uh, really shut them out that second right. half. Well, you know what, Dave? This has been a great year, and credit to those kids, man. You know, I mean, those kids played their butts off this year, and, and it shows, and, you know, 
it it doesn't it, it look it all looks good you know when you come and watch and win and everything but when you break it down statistically i know y'all a lot of people don't care about statistics but i'm gonna put out some stuff later this week and brag on them because when you really break it down statistically this is a defense that average giving up seven points all year long and you know they come out and you you take away some things that that guys do good and these kids really just play their butts off and um I, i'm so proud of them i can't say I can't begin to say enough words about them. It's just, it's humbling, and uh, I'm just happy for these kids. Coach, I'm just going to ask you about one. You're, everybody on your D-line comes back. Right. Let's talk a little bit about Zay. <laughs> what has he meant in two years, the two years that he's only played football two years? Right. So just, just to comment on the guy you're going to lose this year. Xavion uh, is, is not only a great football player, but he's a great, he's a great human. He's a great young man, and, and – I'm gonna miss a kid dearly. He's probably one of my favorite kids that I've ever coached in my short career. But you know, he's he's one of those kids, man, that you would love to have. If you had 11 Zavions out there, you know, you'd win every single game by a thousand. Because that kid, he's, he puts his whole heart in it, and he never complains. He doesn't really hardly say anything if you ever talked to him. General giant, quiet. General giant. But I'll tell you one thing, man. When the kid that came out two years ago, if I, I I'd be lying to you if I said he, I, I thought he was gonna turn out like he did. But you know what? I'm glad he stuck with it, and I'm glad I'm stuck with him because, you know, as you see, he's been a pivotal part of what we've done this year. And no matter where that kid goes to play ball or what else he does in life, he, he knows that he's always got me behind his, behind him. And, and, you know, I get emotional thinking about it because I think of him like a son to me, and I love that kid to death, man. Hey, tonight he has some big plays in this game alone. Yeah, I mean, you see some tackles at the line of scrimmage, and you see Big 51, and uh, I'm going to miss A and uh, – Coach, congrats, and uh, we're going to work on that three-peat. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Coach, thank you. Appreciate it. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance, the local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popleville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Fazand, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. touchdown club president man what an awesome job timmy craft has done last year and this year timmy man we're back-to-back -back state champs i mean what how, how are you feeling right now i mean your boy coming here kick, kick the clutch three uh field goal at the beginning of the first drive man i know he had a lot of jitters but man he did a great job tonight as a dad how you feeling right now i, I feel blessed that he gets to play for these coaches yeah that he gets to play with these teammates and he gets to be a part of this school. Yeah. Uh, from Superintendent Shaw to Coach Mitchell, all the way down to the staff, to the people who clean the building. It takes everybody, man. That's the one thing I've learned about being in this position touchdown club. Everybody has a role. Yeah. And if you feel like you're not part of the football team, you are. You may be not out there playing, but it takes every single person to make this happen. Don't get me wrong, we have a ton of talent. We have great coaches. But there's a lot of teams out there that have a ton of talent and great coaches, yeah. but they don't win. Yeah. It's because they don't have the support of an administration, a community, and just everybody that comes together for football. Man, that's like we do in Picayune, Mississippi. And I feel extremely blessed that my son is able to be part of this. Hey, well said, Timmy. I, I, I'm the same with you, man, with Canaan on team. and. 
I mean, we, we are, as, as parents, blessed to, to be able to be out here. I, I text Kanan at the beginning of this game. I said, son, soak up every moment because a lot of players don't, don't get to experience this. And, boy, what a, what a, what a great, great atmosphere it was tonight. Great memories made. And, and, by the way, we need about how much money for these rings? Well, I'm not sure how inflation's going to play. Yeah. Last year's state championship rings came at a tag of $32,781. To the dollar, yep. yep. And, right. and we were able to raise that, and we're going to raise it again. But you know what? That's a tomorrow problem. Yep. Tonight, we're going to soak this in, and we're going to enjoy it, and we'll figure it out because there's one thing PQ Mississippi does. We figure out how to solve problems. That's right, man. Roll Tide, Coach. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. I love you guys. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. All right, I'm here with head coach Cody Stogner following his back-to-back uh, -back coach, Perfection. You quit talking, Cody. We love you. <laughs> you too. Hey, yeah, coach, coach had to get a couple of hugs in. My bad. We're going to keep that on there. Coach, perfection. But, you know, we stri you strive for perfection every day. People strive for perfection. These teams strive for perfection. We try to get, be perfect every day in anything we do, whether it's working out, whether it's our schoolwork, whether it's just little things. And man, for it all to come together and just do exactly what they set out to do 365 days ago is, is just awesome, man. It's an amazing accomplishment, Coach. You left this field and it was like, yeah, you were excited, but you guys knew y'all wanted to get back here. We wanted to get back, but you know, it's so hard. It's so hard to do what these guys did, man. They're not normal. They're not normal. They're extraordinary, you know, because it takes a lot of luck. We've, we got nicked up, banged up every now and then this, this, this season, but we got people back. We got people filling spots and they just buy into the system, the MTXC belief, and you know they they, they bought into just everything that these coaches. Are. I can't say how much I love this coaching staff, man. They work their tails off month, Sunday through Sunday. You know, wise barely see us throughout the season. Now they're to see us a lot more now, and it's a great feeling too. But these kids buy into what these coaches are telling them every day. There's, there's no never a doubt in their mind. Coach, when does three? When is when do y'all start working for that three P? Tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, no. We're gonna celebrate this a little bit. We're gonna take our time, and you know, we're gonna enjoy this one for a little while, maybe till after Christmas. But once we get back from Christmas, you know, it, it's, Bullseye is gonna be on our back even bigger this time. So you know, we gotta, we got It's just gonna take a lot of hard work, effort, and luck to get back. It's hopefully we get back to this point, you know, in a year from now. Congrats, Coach. Uh, don't get no better than this. Thank you, man. Roll Tide. <laughs>